Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. So this past week, Yoongi went live because he recently had surgery on his shoulder, which we're all just hoping that he's recovering well and that he's taking it easy. It's been really hard not to see him with BTS, like especially since the release of B and not seeing Yoongi like beside all the members, Mm -hmm. you know, for the press conference and stuff. But during his live an army ended up asking him, like, how do you get dressed? Because he's in this massive, uh, just immobilizer sling. And uh, I got really kind of excited when an army asked this because this is what I do for a living as an occupational therapist. Like any sort of people who go through a new surgery or injury or disability, I educate and retrain them on how to do activities of daily living, getting dressed, bathing, etc. So Yoongi, his face like got really bright and he was beaming like, let me tell you how I get dressed and how I shower and stuff. Um, and so he kind of reviewed all of that and how he dresses his left arm first. And I just really felt like my two passions in life collided with that. Um, so I kind of, I kind of nerded out over that. I sent the um, video, <laughs> just like a clip of the video to my OT grad school friends. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, can you imagine being his OT and stuff which they don't listen to BTS but they know I love them and so they were just really supportive and thought it was kind of cool too Um, so I just wanted to lead in with that because I'm just thinking a lot about Yoongi lately and hoping that he's recovering well and that he's resting and getting the therapy and and rehab that he needs to just get back to being with BTS I'm really glad that he is taking the time to heal and fully recover before you know being with BTS for any promotions and anything going on Um, but how cool that you can just kind of fantasize about being his OT and thinking about like oh what was the OT telling him to do and this is what they were you know like Mm -hmm. the plan that they made for them and uh, I bet that you could you could totally be his OT I wish but also I don't think I could do it (laughs) (laughs) you'd just be like overwhelmed I would be so overwhelmed I would not be able to function around him probably maintain professionalism absolutely not absolutely not (laughs) no freaking way Um, Yeah, so uh, on that note, welcome back, Iconics. And if you're new to the podcast, I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany, and this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes, welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. 
Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, B is a very emotional album for me. Mm-hmm. Or B is an absolute masterpiece. Ugh, it so is. Uh, well, so if you're down for that, then you're in the right place. Okay, so today's episode, we are doing our B album review. So we're going to go through the entire uh, track list. We're going to talk about who it's written and produced by, the production and instrumental of the song. And then, of course, we'll get into lyrics and meaning and just kind of share our overall thoughts of the album. Yeah, I'm super excited to get into that. But before we do, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. If you would like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs full of episode notes, important links, and pictures, pictures you can do that by donating monthly to our patreon at patreon.com slash standing bts or if you'd like you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standing bts podcast your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes any type of support is super appreciated yes thank you so much guys Um, So our charity of the month for November, for however much November is left, which is really only a couple days, it might not even be November when you're listening to this episode anymore, but um, we have chosen the Alzheimer's Association um, as our charity of the month. Um, If you have not heard about them, they are leading the way to end Alzheimer's and all other dementia by accelerating global research, driving risk reduction and early detection and maximizing quality care and support. Um, you can donate to them by going to alz.org. And, um, okay, sorry, for you can cut all that breathing out, but no. um, this is a very near and dear to my heart charity this week because my grandpa has been battling with Alzheimer's for like the past 10 years, and he actually just passed away um, this past Friday from Alzheimer's, and he also... Um, had unfortunately contracted COVID in the hospital that just further accelerated, but he was already in the very late stages of Alzheimer's. So um, that's why this is our charity of the month for this month. Yeah, it's a great organization, and I think it's just the timing was right. And so doing this whole album review for B, you know, has been really emotional and such a journey to do this research and to record. So really just grateful that you're here Kayla and that you know you're willing to still do this um just if you can all keep Kayla and her family and your thoughts you know just as she's uh kind of going through the grieving process we love you oh, thank you yeah I you know just fair warning like I might you know cry all the way through this album review but like blue and gray might uh, be a train wreck but I mean, yeah <laughs> even right now I'm already like I have tears in my eyes but you know I, I wanted to be here and do this album review because of just I mean like you said the timing was right just the when this album came um literally the same day that my grandpa passed away and uh it, it has been really helpful to me to listen to it so Music for healing. Mm, Definitely. Okay. So just some general info on B here. BTS released B on November 20th, 2020 with a total of eight tracks and running just under 30 minutes in length. Uh, So this has been really exciting. In the eight tracks, we have Dynamite and we also have a skit, uh, which we'll also be covering just the translation of the skit as well. Um, 
but we both ended up going and getting our physical album copies at Target. And wow, it is a beautiful, it's just so beautifully packaged. It's and amazing. Everything inside of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what was up with my Target, but they did not have them on display as I've heard many other Targets will have like a full display. And typically like every Target I've been to will have like a full BTS display when an album comes out. But I had to ask the guy in the back and my husband and I were waiting for like 10 minutes and this guy finally came back like out of breath and he hands me this big fucking like I mean it looks like the thickness of a Harry Potter book like it's so (laughs) thick and I was just like holy shit like I did not I did not pay attention to any of the information about the actual album itself and so I was not expecting like this big of packaging this much content to come along with it Mm -hmm. I mean with seven the actual physical album was just large like the Mm -hmm. height and width of it was so so large so I would much rather have you know the height of it like this the actual frame of it is a normal size like it's much more easy to handle but Mm -hmm. it's just really thick super thick so thick but (laughs) it's so wonderful because inside everything is pristine Mm -hmm. and just top top quality such good quality that it makes it so worth the 50 dollars. oh my god so worth it i mean okay the photo, like the photo books that came with it, they're so big that they literally had to have like two separate books bound together. Like that's how many photos come with it. Um, and I really appreciated how on the second book you could kind of turn the photo book sideways and flip through them like in kind of a landscape fashion. Yeah. Um, I really feel like BTS thought of every single detail when they were, you know, putting this packaging together and designing it. It was so wonderful to get all seven photo cards. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah, like you're not having to buy just endless amounts of albums just hoping that you get a certain member's photo card or whatever so it was really great to see that all of them were in there I just love how much BTS was involved in this album and I think we're gonna really hone in on that today with going through all the lyrics and all of these songs because truly this album is BTS I've I feel like we're getting a mixture of all of BTS um, from like all of the eras combined and so it just the whole album sounds and feels it's just bts purely them Mm -hmm. yeah okay so let's go ahead and start with the first track of the album which is life goes on it was written and produced by p-dog rm ruth Chris James, Antonina Armado, Suga, and J-Hope. And it was largely produced by Mm P-Dog. And for the production and instrumental of Life Goes On, uh, we felt like it has a very alternative, but also kind of soft pop, soft hip hop, if that's even a thing, kind of vibe. Um, There's definitely some electric and also acoustic guitar in there with drums and like accompanying uh, piano. Um, And this is just kind of setting a theme for the album that we hear a lot of live instrumentation and not so much of um you know like electronic created music it's like these are live instruments that were being played and recorded Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, but I just, I really love the sound of this song and the vibe of this song. It's, it's exactly what I expected when they kind of described it in the global press conference or, you know. Yeah, it's a very relaxed tempo, laid back feeling, uh, beautiful and hopeful, uh, without being too upbeat or too melancholy. It's just right in the mix, you know, right in the middle there. Um, and so when I listen to it, I just feel kind of at peace is really the the biggest emotion that I feel when I listen to this song. Uh, they also in the in the production and instrumental they have like this I remember Ooh, yeah. that's pitched up and it repeats itself throughout the song, and I think that really. Um, adds to you know to the style of the song too it sounds and fits really well yeah it kind of carries us through the whole song and then of course we know that's how they end the song too is by singing i remember so it's just you know the whole content of the song that we're about to get into it's almost like as if the whole time they have that i remember kind of nostalgic feeling about um you know well i guess let's just get into it about what's it you know talking about um so for lyrics and meaning this is from dual set bangton who we got some lyrics from we also got some lyrics from genius um but they said that during the global press conference for b rm shared that life goes on was written before dynamite and that the two songs have the same root and are intended to carry the same message of comfort bts previously shared the message of the song during the group's speech at the 75th un general assembly when he said life goes on let's live on what mm-hmm. i didn't know that Isn't he that had crazy? said that wow that's insane so there was also a really great time article that was released called breaking down every track on bts's new album b it was written by risa bruner and cat moon and in that i'm just gonna give a quote from it they said Uh, Beyond that, the song is packed with lines that end with the Korean vowels, pronounced ah and uh. These open-mouthed endings create the effect of members inhaling and exhaling throughout the track. The sound can be interpreted in two ways. Sighs that, quote, the world stopped, or the likelier option, new breaths taken as BTS embraces being in this new reality. Yeah, I really thought about... um you know, the aspect of breathing when you said this and that they're supposed to sound as if they're inhaling and exhaling. And then, you know, just the content that this song and this album deals with, you know, life during COVID, um, you know, like we need to breathe to live. And interestingly enough, COVID attacks the lungs and gives you shortness of breath and also a bad cough, just kind of taking away your ability to be able to breathe. Um, And then kind of how BTS was embracing that being in the new reality, like breathing can also be used as a calming method and like as a a coping mechanism, you know, you hear like, take a deep breath and just, you know, get through it. Yeah, diaphragmatic breathing, breathing you know any sort of meditation really focuses on your breath to be able to really center in on yourself so yeah but your connection with the covid and how this respiratory virus Mm -hmm. just really blew my mind i have no idea if bts was thinking about that at all when they were intentionally adding these these sounds of ah and uh yeah 
Okay. Okay. Well, let's get into the um, the lyrics of this song. Mm-hmm. So the very first verse is sung by Jungkook and Jimin, and this whole verse is talking about how the world stopped, like no warning was given, streets erased of footprints, and you know I lie here fallen on the ground. Time goes on without a single apology. This is really just how I think everyone felt when COVID started. Uh, just really, the world stopped. Everything was closing. We were being quarantined to our our places the streets are really eerie because no one was out all those really busy popular areas no one's there um but then this this idea of time and how time has completely flipped for us it just feels like never ending uh and just like how what to do with that time and how to how to fill that time but it still goes on without a single apology yeah Yeah. and it was you know I think that even first verse really encompasses the feeling of I should be doing something or you know there are there are things that I had planned for this time you know people missed out on job opportunities on weddings on on concerts you know on all of these different plans that were just kind of left up in the air and you know you had to move past it yeah um you know without a single apology you know it just I kind mean, of time doesn't stop time doesn't stop yeah but the whole world did mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy getting into the second verse which is Namjoon's verse this verse really gives me mono and like forever rain vibes oh yeah the way he sings it yeah, definitely the way, in his delivery the way he sounds and this is another one of those times where I'm just like this album is so them um you know just each one of their individual styles really comes forth when it is their time to sing or their time to rap and it all flows so beautifully together um into the meaning and the vibe and Namjoon's verse has like a constant theme of rain which again makes me think of like mono um but he's saying you know it looks like rain again today and it won't stop and he feels like he could run faster than that cloud of rain and you know but that's still not enough he can't escape it um he says i'm in a world of pain this cold that the world gave me prompts me to press the dust covered rewind dancing off beat lying on the ground once winter comes let's let's exhale a warmer breath and you know it just makes me think wanting that desire of wanting to be able to get that time back that we lost you know wanting to press that dust covered rewind button let's go back and you know get all that we lost back um and then just I think the let's exhale a warmer breath is kind of one of those comforting lyrics of you know let's just accept it let's just be and it's the most that we can do right now yeah once winter comes let's exhale a warmer breath I love that visualization too because in winter you can see with the dropping temperatures you can see your breath in the air so um it's kind of hopeful you know that winter you know once 2020s pass we're going to 2021 vaccine is supposed to be coming you know this coming month and so it's just I like that there's a little bit of hope there at the end of his his verse especially Mm -hmm. when he starts off the verse saying i'm soaked to the bone yeah yeah definitely so for the pre-chorus we have v and jungkook and they go on to say there's no end in sight is there a way out my feet refuse to move i think we can all really relate to this feeling of just my feet refuse to move no end in sight like when is it going to be done it just seems never ending at the end of the tunnel yeah yeah yeah. it's just i feel like we all feel really beat to the ground at this point it's been it's been tough yeah. 
yeah, understatement. Um, but then the chorus comes in and I think this chorus is so beautiful and so uplifting. Um, Jungkook and Jimin say like an echo in the forest, the day will come back around as if nothing happened. Yeah. Life goes on. And I love that sentiment so much because you brought up kind of that, that old kind of philosophical question. If a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, will it still make a sound? Mm -hmm. Um, and it's that kind of same idea with this this echo in the forest. It's, you know, a whisper, some kind of echo of something that was once there. Yeah, um, I just feel of it as like this whole year and everything with COVID, like if we aren't really present for it, like once everything goes back to normal, like an echo in the forest, like if we're not even there, if we're not present, did it really happen? You yeah. know, can we just act as if nothing has happened this whole year? Can we just forget it? And that's literally, I mean, that's what we all want to do. Yeah. And that's, I think that's what the beginning of this chorus is saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they go on to say, like, an arrow in the blue sky, another day flying by. Uh, I love the visualization of seeing an arrow and, like, the idea of direction. And, like, the blue sky to me is somewhat hopeful, you know, a clear Mm -hmm. sky, you know, a clear day. Um, I'm really kind of taken there. But on my pillow, on my table, yeah, life goes on, which I think... When I saw that, the and I think you too, Kayla, when we saw the title of the track was Life Goes On, I was really thinking that they were going to sing those lyrics a lot. Life goes on, life goes on, life mm-hmm. goes on. But it's just this. It's just this This once at the chorus where they say, yeah, life goes on. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, I think that this album has more content and there's not time for it to repeat Be repetitive yeah it's not repetitive and that's why it's such a good album and we'll see that as we get into more of the the rest of the songs and lyrics it's just like they don't repeat a lot they say what they're there to say it is content rich and dense and you know they deliver the message though yeah. you know but yeah the idea of on my pillow on my table just makes me think of everyone being at home whether you're sleeping mm-hmm. or at your desk trying to do something as best <laughs> working you, from home yeah working from home or you know just whatever yeah a lot of people got laid off or furloughed and whatnot so mm-hmm. just trying to fill that time yeah when you're just going through so much it was oh, it's just been tough it has been tough um i love yungi's verse where he pretty much says you know nothing's changed between us and it's one of those special little moments in the song where they take that time just to talk specifically to army um i mean of course they make this whole album for army but i always feel like they think about who else could interact and how else somebody who's not in the fandom could be interested in the music but something like yungi saying thankfully between you and me nothing has changed um it's just kind of like yes we miss you you miss us like but nothing's changed we're still as close as ever we still love each other so much yeah these lyrics had me smitten mm. especially with his yeah yeah like he's talking to us and i just i feel at ease like okay yeah like everything's fine because you and i's relationship hasn't changed uh but then we get J-Hope's verse and he says with the hello that we start and finish the day with, let us thread tomorrow with today stopped for now, but don't hide in the shadow. Only again, daylight will glow. I love the concept of shadow and sunlight or daylight being brought in here. I think it's very J-Hope. So 
you know, optimistic as we're getting into yeah. this fourth verse with J-Hope saying, don't hide in the shadow, like come be in my light, like bask in my light oh. here in the daylight will all glow. And so, yeah. Very hopeful. Very and hopeful. like that kind of warm, inviting kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, we end with the pre-chorus and chorus again. And then we have the outro, which is Young and Jimin singing, I remember, I remember. And to me, like this, I remember is I remember a time before COVID, before the world stopped and, you know, everybody stood still and I, you know, it's that hopefulness that we will get back to that place, that idea of normal, you know, beside without COVID. Yeah. When we were watching the music video with Jordan, Kayla, he turned to me and he said, what are you going to do when you see this performed live? And I immediately (laughs) went into like full tears. I didn't expect that. I'm like, don't even ask that kind of question because I'm going to be a total mess. Mm -hmm. I'm clearly going to be a total mess. I'm crying here on my couch just thinking about that question. Just watching the music video for the first time, we both cried. Yeah. 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 So the next song on the album is Fly to My Room. So for the writing and production, it was written by Cosmos Midnight, Joe Femi, Griffith, RM, Suga, and J-Hope. It was produced by Cosmos Midnight, and this is a subunit that consists of Young, Jimin, Yoongi, and Hosok, which during the press conference, and I heard that this was a subunit of Vemin and Soap, I'm like, damn, that's gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I all of a sudden, I was like kind of looking forward to fly to my room, but then when I saw that that was the subunit, I'm like, damn, I am so pumped for this song. Mm-hmm. We have never gotten this subunit before Mm-mm. and um we love v-men's voices together we fucking love soap yeah. um to, so to just have both of them together in one uh song is incredible uh-huh. um so for production and instrumental one of the big things that i notice is the use of the keyboard and this song is a pretty slow tempo song and it's progressed by these big long chords that kind of play through on the keyboard and later on in the song as the rappers come in uh the the chord sound kind of becomes less keyboardy and even more organy like a little bit of like take me to church type of vibes like mm-hmm. i'm worshiping and praising right now just like slowly grooving and vibing along with it though too um i just really really enjoyed the the use of the keyboard in this song yeah the keyboard is really great um and you you definitely hear like different keyboard runs throughout there's a low and slow syncopated bass beat with some light snare on top of it Mm -hmm. but it's jazzy it's smooth and with Young's voice I really because I really there's a lot of v-men uh soap's verses are pretty like thrown in there but it still like all fits really well but there's a there's a lot of Young and Jimin and I I just uh, get this kind of like neo soul vibe Mm -hmm. but also what really sold me on the song especially when I first listened to it was how they sing room um because it's not really a part of like the that melody there it's like kind of like quieter and higher pitch where they're like boom mm-hmm. you know and for me that reminds me of just like uh you know 50s 60s like doo-bop kind of mm-hmm. music i just thought wow how cool sounding it's yeah. just it adds so much depth to the song just like so much dynamics and uh just it just all really works well together and the song sounds 
sounds so cool. It's different than mm-hmm. than other previous songs that we've and heard. That style really fits really well. Suits Taeyong's voice, suits Jimin's voice so so well. You talked about how they are largely in the song, and what's so interesting to me about this song and some other songs on the album is the way that BTS decided to structure it. I feel like it's new, you know, or something that they haven't done in a long time at the very least. But where they have these two vocalists singing for the majority of the song, and you know like the rap line they don't even come in until the last like third of the song and each of them just have a short quick little verse and then you know like Jimin and Taeyong take over once again uh like you said it flows really well but it is just an interesting structure of the song that I really enjoy you know it's kind of like a fully vocal with like a rap third and fourth verse almost it flows really well Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So getting into the lyrics and meaning from Dual Set again, just uh, because that's where we got our global press conference um, translations. Um, Jimin explained that the song began from the question that the concept of traveling might change now because we cannot freely travel and that BTS hopes the listeners enjoy the track, which contains the feeling of traveling in one's own room. So for the intro, I mean, this is just very jazzy, smooth, a little bit, um, man, I don't want to say sexy because I don't think that it's, I mean, it is a little bit of a sexy sound, you know, just the way that they're drawing us in with their siren voices, but (laughs) they say, let's go, let me fly to my and lower your gaze and zoom anywhere bethany you said i think they used the word zoom intentionally like the video call service come on now let me fly to my room and get me out of my blues and now i'm feeling brand new so it's like let me fly around my room let me you know enjoy the parts of my my space my quarantine space that I can and this will help me get out of my blues and feel brand new Mm -hmm. in the first verse they say every day it's so frustrating it's driving me crazy Uh, they want to turn back the clock that the year has been stolen I love this part where they say I'm still in bed a bloated stomach it's killing me slowly (laughs) so accurate what else are you supposed to do when you're at home with you know so much time on your hands and you've got a fridge full of food you just graze all day you just eat because you're bored what else yeah literally my whole life i just eat from boredom yeah me just bored and sad just all the time yeah oh but i i just really love that they said that because i think a lot of people can relate to that um but Anyway, I want to leave. You know, there's no way. This room is all I have. What can I do here into my world? Let's change it. So, you know, even though they're, you know, they're feeling this way, they're contemplating, like, what can I do? What can I do to, like, um, basically lift my spirits or just add some sort of uh, fun or interest to my day here? Mm-hmm. And then they go back into the chorus of, let's go, let me fly to my room, lower your gaze, zoom, yeah. Uh, get me out of my blues, feeling brand new. I like the visualization of let me fly to my room Kayla you and I had both a really interesting discussion on it and like we had two different kind of like um ideas with the fly to my room for me I I just immediately think of like Peter Pan flying to Wendy and the boys room uh to their you know in their room like they literally fly in the room uh with pixie dust and stuff so I get you know this 
Kay Young influenced, you know, this inner child type of concept. Um, but I also just think that it's, it's a fun idea to think about, like, if you can't actually fly and, you know, travel to see loved ones or friends, but, you know, just the idea of thinking like mentally taking yourself there mm-hmm. um, and using your imagination like a yeah. kid. That's yeah. what I get. I think this song is meant to be very childlike in using your imagination because even getting into verse two with Jimin and Young, where they say, I wonder if this place was like this, suddenly a strange scenery. I'm absorbed by memories, even old deaths the changed sunlight looks special and to me this is you know maybe you're trapped in your room and you're just kind of spending the time to go through all of these old memories from like you know school like going through old yearbooks or like you know just like old scraps of paper and old projects and paintings and whatever else might be in your room and you know seeing it anew and experiencing again and kind of taking the time to um, let your imagination go from there what what can you what place can you put yourself in from um, reminiscing through these things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they get into the chorus again, but then verse three comes with Yungi and J-Hope. And Yungi gets really literal with, you know, if we haven't figured it out yet, we are in our room imagining. Um, because he says that this room is too small to contain his dream. Um, and, you know, he acknowledges that even though this is the safest this is the safest place for him right now. It doesn't really have any joy, but also no sadness. There's no emotion, feeling very numb and just kind of blah to, you know, the scenery that you're in. Um, And he says, sometimes this room becomes an emotional trash can. It hugs me. They greet me again, the toys in my room like people. And, you know, so he's really creating his own, I mean, again, going along with that childlike, like imagining, you know, playing along with toys in your room or whatever is totally one of those um, kind of like childlike coping mechanisms for distracting yourself. Um, But it really seems like he is still dreaming, still imagining, still thinking about things that he can do and go on from here um, once he can leave his room because this room is just too small to contain his dream. Yeah. Again, I just keep going back to boredom with the idea of like, there's no joy, no sadness, no emotion. Just, I'm just here in my room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, With J-Hope's verse, yeah, he gets into like, um, you know, the TV sound. It's it's crowded as if we were out in the city. Um, I just have to change my thoughts. This is a journey that uh, only I can enjoy. Delivery food, fill it up with optimism, I'm full. So yeah, J-Hope's verse here gets like, a little bit more optimistic and just saying like, I just have to change my thoughts and that this is a journey that only I can enjoy. So maybe, yeah, this is all really shitty in the time. It's looking at it as like the big picture, the grand scheme of things like, you know, this will pass too. This is, you know, a time of suffering and hardship, but you know, I can change my thoughts. I can change my way of thinking and I can be optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Delivery food. I'm full. I love that. I love that too. (laughs) I'm full of optimism. It's just great. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just get the chorus again here at the end and that's how it how it ends and it's just overall the song is so I don't know how to explain it it's like relaxed and laid back but also you know there's that syncopated bass and Mm -hmm. it's smooth and neo soul uh and that organ-esque chords those real big chords on the keyboard uh it's jazzy it's fun it gets you like you know life goes on is 
pretty calm and hopeful and, you know, kind of bringing us through the reality of COVID. But fly to my room is like that little bit of, um, like a coping mechanism with what we're going through also. And with just some, I was vibing in a positive way with this song. It's a very, yeah, it's a positive vibe Mm -hmm. for sure. And you do vibe to it. Like it's really easy to bounce your body to. Definitely. And just to groove along with it. So regardless of how it's talking about that you're trapped in your room, it is kind of like that hopeful optimism of like, I can change my perspective. I have control over how I think and feel about this and just kind of embracing it. I feel like this album, as a journey and showing us BTS's journey throughout quarantine and I think they started with like that life goes on concept and then as they kind of settled into you know realizing that they just have to be and they just have to breathe through this and deal with it just like everybody else I think they kind of got this little like burst of energy to yeah. you know accept their reality and like that's when we see Yoongi painting and mm-hmm. you know like the members picking up other hobbies and yeah. things like that. J-Hope making bracelets yes and that's what i mean i feel like that era of quarantine is very much fly to my room yeah yeah Yeah. so the next song is blue and gray it was written by jisoo park levi v his noise rm sugar j-hope and metaphor it was produced by jisoo park Levi V and His Noise. So for production and instrumental, there is this plucking of an acoustic guitar. And for me, it's very reminiscent of a lullaby. And oh, is it so Young style. You can hear the Young influence in this song for sure. Definitely. With that acoustic guitar. Um, the guitar is almost harp-like. It's so beautiful. Yeah. The way that it's being plucked, uh, the way that you can hear that, you know, the the reverb a little bit on the the guitar string it's like it's still a very much a soft ballad um but yeah just so soothing like a lullaby Mm -hmm. I really love I mean the style of this song and when I found out that it was Young who had the main inspiration for this, like I've heard that basically he went to the other people who were writing and producing with this whole idea and it pretty much everybody just helped him figure out how to bring it to fruition. Um, this is such a Young song. I mean, it makes, it gives me like those winter bear vibes. It gives me those four o'clock vibes. Like, you know, it's a very mm, scenery, heartfelt song. All of scenery, it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I can definitely see and hear his influence in how this was produced in how the song sounds and even in the title of the song like blue and gray i feel like taeyang very much grabs onto a concept that you can visualize or something that's tangible like you can visualize this winter bear you can visualize scenery um you can visualize the park in four o'clock and he grabs onto this you know like blue and gray so these colors and all of the emotions that these two colors can evoke and he uses those concepts to you know be kind of carriers for this emotion that he's conveying and this you know concept that he has that goes along with it um i think it's brilliant you know and he does it so so well in this song and with the production of the song like the production sounds blue and gray you know it's literally perfect yeah he described it as acoustic pop it's a slow tempo but has such beautiful harmonies Mm. um but i love that you're mentioning the whole 
concept how Taeyang uses like this visualization, like a tangible thing or something that you can see with your eyes, like blue and gray, winter bear. I had never really thought about that, but that is something that he does to kind of describe uh, the emotion for the song or like what you should be feeling for the song. So yeah, blue and gray definitely has certain emotions that that are provoked with those colors. Mm -hmm. I think that in their delivery in the production, they really evoke those feelings too. Um, We've talked a lot about how BTS really tries to convey the emotions and their intention, you know, through their, their sound as much as through the lyrics. Um, and those beautiful harmonies that you were talking about, I feel like really bring that through. Um, they have like, I mean, even the rap verses are more muted in this song, you know, it just fits that kind of blue and gray kind of vibe and feeling of the song. Yeah. Yeah. I love just for me hearing such a Young influenced song, but getting to hear all of BTS in it, within it. That was really special. Um, like you said, with those muted raps and just hearing Jin and Jungkook and Jimin singing along too. I thought, wow, it's just so great to hear this very Young style being wrapped and sung by all of BTS as a whole. Yeah, um, it's a... Take it from me, it's a really good song to cry to. Um, it just really has that cathartic vibe. Like yeah. thinking about the concept of this album branching off from Fly to My Room being that like that little peak of optimism in the midst of quarantine. This song to me, the sound of it, we're about to get into the lyrics of it is very much like oh, this is when quarantine gets really hard, you know, or this is when whatever I'm going through in 2020, it really hits me and gets really hard. Mm -hmm. For lyrics and meaning um, from Dual Set about the press conference, um, Taeyang said that this track expresses gloomy and anxious internal emotions as the colors blue and gray. And although the lyrics can be dark, the guitar sound gives a warm feeling. He described himself as someone who experienced and knows burnout. While previously he absorbed it and suffered from it as a result, he thinks he's grown now as he writes it out. He feels accomplished by writing a song that contains the emotions he feels from burnout, and it's the thrill he gets after completing a song that helps him recover. So that's his intention behind writing it, and I really love it we're about to get into lyrics and I think he's very successful yeah so with the intro Taeyong starts off with where's my angel the end of the day like at the end of the day where's my angel someone come save me uh, it's been a tiring day a weary sigh um, can you look at me because I'm blue and gray uh, the meaning of the tears reflected in the mirror my color hidden with a smile blue and gray Oh, my color hidden with a smile, blue and gray. I mean, just like the idea of like smiling through it, even though you're not, that's not how you're feeling on the inside. Um, Yeah, this kind of, this very beginning with the intro looks like a call for help. I'm I'm tired. I guess everyone else is happy. Like, where's my angel? Someone come save me. Mm -hmm. Definitely feeling like it's in the, the throes to me, just because like I really connect with this song on like a depression level. Um, and like everything that they talk about throughout this song, I really, uh, understand that. And I felt that same way, you know? So like, to me, every, all of these lyrics keep echoing back to like those feelings of depression, especially like quarantine depression was the fucking worst. Um, but even like the line, where is my angel? Like is hitting me, you know, extra hard right now because my grandpa just passed away and like, it makes me think of him, you know? And, um, 
and just thinking of all the things that I had to, you know, do and get through and just like grin and bear it, you know, grin um, and bear it, mm-hmm. yeah. it's just, it's a tough time, mm-hmm. uh, into Yungi's verse, verse one, he is kind of questioning where he took this this wrong turn, where it all went wrong, that he's had this, what he calls a blue question mark um, on his head ever since youth. Um, and he's asking, is it anxiety? Is it depression? Why am I so regretful? And he wonders if it's just me or, you know, it's just him that loneliness gave birth to or, you know, or other people experiencing this as well. But he says that he has this ferocious blue and he hopes that um, he doesn't erode away and that he finds the exit from it. Um, man, this echo set me free vibes so much, like not in the sound of this song at all, because this is a very Taeyong sounding song, but in the lyrical content of Yungi's verse here, um, paralleled with the concept of set me free of just wondering how long is this going to affect me? You know, how long am I going to have to deal with this? Because, um, it's just wearing on him. It's eroding him away. Mm-hmm. That to have this blue question mark ever since his youth, that it's still there, uh, whether it's anxiety or depression. Um, but I do like the optimism at the end of his verse saying, I hope I don't erode away. I'll find the exit. I will find the exit. Like I will, you know, find a way to, to escape this, this kind of ferocious blue that, that just consumes me. But in the chorus, Oh, I really like I really hear Jin's vocals so much with the part with the lyrics I just want to be happier which mm-hmm. they sing in English which is just such a simple thing to say like it's just it's very um forward like I just want to be happier uh to melt the cold me my hands have reached out count- countless times colorless echo the ground feels heavy I'm singing by myself. I just want to be happier. Am I being too greedy? Is that too much to ask to just be happy? I just want to feel that way. Yeah, um, yeah this is, I mean, this song is so uh, lyrically dense and they really, um, they really dive into the, the emotions of sadness and what it really feels like. Yeah, I've felt this so many times of just, I mean, for your only present desire to just be happier um you know like don't want anything else I just want to feel happiness I just want to feel happy um it sucks it sucks so bad um so yeah so those lyrics just hit me really hard with everything um happening this past weekend with my grandpa passing away and just sitting and listening to this album and, you know, crying along with it. And, you know, I know that right now while I'm grieving, like, it's okay to not be happy and I don't expect myself to be happy and I don't even want to be happy right now, you know? Um, but just that, you know, having that, it's like this blanket of blue and gray on me. Um, I feel like I'm just carrying around everywhere and it's, you know, it just can get overwhelming. And I think that's, that's what this song is talking about. I like that the song, lets you know and feel the emotion of blue and gray, the the feelings of sadness, because it's something we all feel and it's allowing us to really just 
kind of think about it and, you know, be in it for a little bit, Mm -hmm. acknowledging it, not trying to think, what can I do to get out of this? Why can you know, it's just like allowing you to feel this, this normal human emotion of, of just sadness and blue and gray, because we've all felt it at some point, some more than others, you know, but, um, yeah, the the lyrics for this song, I just, when we've been going through it, I just didn't expect it to be as heavy as it is. Um, but it just really, it's everything of what sadness and like depression feels like. Mm -hmm. So in the pre-chorus, they say, I felt when I walked on the cold winter streets, the sound of my fast heartbeat breathing, uh, I still feel it. Don't say it's okay. Cause it's not okay. Please don't leave me alone. It hurts too much. Yeah, um, just not wanting to be alone. Yeah, being alone is really hard when you're feeling like this, you mm-hmm. know. Wanting comfort of someone else, you mm-hmm. know, to help you, to help you feel better. Yeah, getting into J-Hope and RM's verse, I, the part that I want to talk about is at the end of their verse, and um, it says... I think it's Namjoon who says this. This is, yeah, Namjoon. When when it rains, it's my world. I dance over the city on a clear day, bring some fog. On rainy days, we're always together. A toast to all the dust here. And uh, when it rains, it's my world. It's like, okay, like, okay, more mono vibes, but also just when it's gloomy outside and whatever, you know, these emotions and I are always together. These sad, depressive emotions were always here. Um, and just a toast to all the dust here is so ac- accurate of just like, yes, all of you here, you're my friends because I can't manage to clean right now a toast to all of the dust. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But yeah, this is fair. I do obviously get the mono Namjoon vibes here because of just the the, the concept of rain. It's my world. I dance over the city, the city like on a clear day, bring some fog just wanting to to like live in it like in it doesn't sound like he enjoys it but that you know this is something he's so familiar with Mm -hmm. um and that like he's almost learned to be comfortable in this you know this sadness at this point he's just like just bring it on we're friends Mm -hmm. yeah at this point yeah so then we get the chorus again and then for the outro we get Young. so he starts and finishes the song Love. and he says after secretly picking up the words in the air now I fall asleep at dawn good night falling asleep at dawn like falling asleep in the morning or like it just makes me think of sleeping through the day which is you know whenever you're feeling sad or depressed uh, often we turn to just sleeping yeah. just because you're tired and you're often, just tired I mean, you won't be able to sleep at night like even though you'll d- you're depressed you'll also deal with like insomnia and you just won't be able to go to sleep even if you are tired um at least for me that's what I deal with so yeah yeah I felt like that song really spoke to you and listening to it yesterday and doing research together it was like wow I mean what a therapeutic song though for someone who just needs to feel the sadness or really just look sadness in the face and just dive into the emotions and accept and feel the emotions you're feeling yeah um it definitely is a very special song to me and I think like 
again with the perfect timing of this this album and the other things going on in my life um this was like the first half of the album in our minds um it's kind of separated between like the first half and the second half with the skit in the middle and this first half of the album deals with a lot of those melancholy feelings of quarantine of covid just of all that 2020 has brought all that 2020 has taken from us and um it feels like those these first three songs are really processing that emotion and just trying to connect with the listener as this is what I'm feeling. I know this is what you're feeling too. And let's process it. Let's talk through it. Let's, you know, try to cope with it and try to move on from, from these negative emotions that we're having. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So next is the skit and this is when they all got together, um, to discuss that they had gotten number one on billboard with dynamite. Mm -hmm. So we're going to just Go back and forth, yeah. uh, saying what each member says. Okay. So Jen walks in and says, Billboard number one singer is entering. J-Hope. Oh, wow. You called the number one singers. V. Happy birthday, too. J-Hope. Oh, right. Wow. Number one on your birthday. Jungkook. Oh, yes. Jen. Guess you don't need a birthday gift. Jungkook. This... This doesn't make any sense. RM, we should gift ourselves with something. J-Hope, this is the biggest gift. Jungkook, this is the best gift of my life. What What just happened? J-Hope, so the announcement was today, September 1st? Jungkook, this is a double celebration. RM, they say it's Saturday. Sugar enters. Sugar, oh, I'm sorry. Billboard number one singer has arrived too late. I went to the bathroom. J-Ho, <laughs> I told you. RM, tell us how you feel, Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> bleep, bleep, bleep. I'll laugh. Um. <laughs> Jen, okay, that was fantastic. Sugar, can you treat Billboard number one singer like this? No seat? RM, there are six number one singers who arrived earlier than you. Sugar, it fixed my health. RM, how was it yesterday? I went to sleep early, calmly. Sugar, I felt healthier. J-Hope, I was late to see it too. Jin, I saw what Namjoon sent me. I had a drink right away and went to bed. RM, I sent it to the group chat. Sugar, I couldn't sleep at all. RM, nobody said anything. Were these guys asleep? Sugar, sorry, I was crying. Jungkook, I honestly didn't know it was today. <laughs> v, me neither. I didn't know it was today. Jimin, I thought it was this evening. Jin, I thought it was 1 p.m. or something. Jimin, I was thinking it would be great to get number one. Sugar. <sighs> RM, why? You want to retire all of a sudden? V, go ahead. Have the announcement now. RM, this skit will be legendary. Sugar. I'm going to do music until I die. <laughs> <laughs> RM, musician for life announcement. J-Hope, are we going for a drink or what? <laughs> v, we should. Sugar, let's have a quick short drinking. RM, yeah, why not? V, billboard number one singer couldn't get today's dance practice canceled. J-Hope, dance practice canceled? Sugar, we should dance. J-Hope. Okay, let's make it short and sweet. Jungkook, what's for today? Jimin, no more dream. Guys, don't worry. 
RM. No, we are doing back to first mindset project, practicing no more dream when we're number one. Sugar, first intention? What first intention? RM, no young, look, how cool is it? Billboard number one singers practice their debut song on the day of number one announcement? V, write that into a song. RM, how? I practice no more dream today, too. (laughs) (laughs) Jimin, that is interesting, though, practicing no more dream today. Sugar, ah, for real. Do we really have to do rehearsal today? RM, I woke up in the morning seeing the news and... Jimin, it's so great. You guys are so great. RM, you are. Jin, you are. J-Hope, no. What's so great about number one? Sugar, it's regrettable if you say so. Jimin, I want to do a stage so bad seeing this. RM, Hoba, don't you think this is what happiness is like? and it fades out i love how it ends with namjoon asking hobie like isn't this what happiness feels like like asking our ray of sunlight and hope like is this what it is Mm -hmm. coming from mono namjoon forever rain yes (laughs) because i mean how i'm sure that they had not felt that pure true happiness in so long like just being cut off from army and cut off from concerts and their work schedule and everything they planned for this year just like the rest of us you know um i love the skit i love that we got a skit on this album um i love that they got the moment you know just of them reacting to being number one on billboard i think that is so awesome yeah, especially since the last skit that we got was on uh, Love Yourself Her, and it was um, their their acceptance speech, I think, at the uh, Billboard Music Billboard Awards. Billboard Music Awards. Mm-hmm. The first time that they got, what, like, top social artist? Um, it was, like, the first time that they got an award an in the award. United States. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was it was a huge deal. So, yeah. yeah. It was cool to see that that was an accomplishment and that this was such a huge accomplish for, accomplishment for them. So they made a skit and put it on this album. And I love the placement of the skit on this album because, like I talked about, the first three songs are very much in quarantine, in COVID, going through all of the emotions that we're dealing with at that time. And then, I mean, they're really taking us on their journey of how they experience quarantine and COVID and everything. And it's like in the midst of their misery then they put out dynamite and they get number one on billboard with dynamite a huge accomplishment to me this is like a turning point in the album this is a turning like a shift in mood Uh, and i'm sure in real life for them this was a big shift in their whole mood and their whole psyche as they're going through this year too yeah Okay, so after the skit, we get telepathy. Yes. So for the writing and production, it was written by Suga, El Capitan, His Noise, RM, and Jungkook, and then produced by El Capitan and His Noise. Mm-hmm. Um, for production and instrumental, really... This song is such Yoongi's style. Oh, it's Yoongi. It is him, 100%. You can tell that he has really left his mark. We listed off a bunch of songs that we feel are influential in this type of sound also, which is like Moonlight, 134340, even Autumn Leaves and Paradise. And what's really coming out in this song is Yoongi's modern hip-hop style because Yoongi's hip-hop, hip-hop style is so modern. Um, he loves to 
use autotune. He loves to use trap beats, you know. It's typically not like classic hip hop style, uh-huh. but he mixes it in this song with like this kind of like 80s retro throwback style that he's been messing around with, you know, for a while now. He did it on D2. He did it with respect. And, um, you know, I just absolutely love the absolute Yoongi vibe of this song. Oh, definitely. It's so groovy and I could just go on and on about the production and style and just like all the sounds of this song. Uh, He plays around with a lot of different effects uh, especially at the beginning. You hear a lot of these outer space like noises. Uh, Super 80s. I mean so many different synthesizers. Uh, There's an electric keyboard for sure. Mm -hmm. I love the beat and how it's like fading in you can hear this like strong bass beat fade in and I mean it just it 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 brings you into the song and he does this multiple times throughout the song where the bass line and just like the instrumentation fades or like you know goes muted for a little bit and then it just like slowly you know is brought forward a little bit more so then it's just like you get this build multiple times throughout the song and the bass line man I cannot say it enough it is so funky and groovy this song is just so much excitement excitable emotion for me like I just get so happy and excited with every single uh every single verse of the song uh I just want to dance I think this is for me BTS's most danceable song Mm -hmm. I can't listen to this song without getting up and dancing it's like physically impossible for me (laughs) I've seen it multiple times like we are fully sitting down comfortable and you have to get up and start dancing when this song is playing I cannot be sitting this song is so good though with that you know the vibe of it it has such a happy vibe it has such a you know groovy vibe that you can't help but to move with it no matter what Mm -hmm. yeah it really energizes me that's the best way I can put it like I no longer struggle to get up in the morning if I put this song on Mm -hmm. if I put this song on it's instant energy happiness ready to take on the day and I think it's because I just I just want to dance I just want to move my body I want to get going it's Mm -hmm. so upbeat so uplifting funky groovy I mean supersonic like yeah yeah. I just really love love this song yeah I do too even with everything that has gone on in my life in the days since this album came out I really love and appreciate this song and it does for me what you're describing also it you know it brings my mood up it makes me happy I just want to vibe with this song you know it's so so well put together Um, So let's dive into the lyrics and meaning. Um, I don't know that this song was mentioned during the global press conference. I lost the Twitter thread that I was reading while we were watching the conference. So, and uh, Dual Set didn't have anything mentioning. So I'm wondering if this is Yoongi's song that he just wasn't there to really speak about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I love about this song is that Yoongi is the one who starts it. Just like for Young's song, he starts and ends it. Yoongi, not only, it's not that he just has the first verse, 
this, but like the intro right at the beginning, that first line is his. I think it transitions into like Jungkook and then some other vocal line members, but the first person we hear is Yoongi and it just suits the style and the tone so, so well. It starts with the chorus. It's the chorus. Yeah. And that's what's like different in structure too. We've kind of been saying this. A lot of these songs, the structure of it is just different from normal. Um, you know, we're really used to like a, you know, an inner, an introduction and outro, intro, outro, pre-chorus, chorus, rap verse, you know, chorus, mm-hmm. rap verse. Um, but this is just like starting with the chorus and it's Yoongi who starts the chorus. I mean, what, you yeah. know, just di- very different. And we only get the chorus three times throughout the song, the beginning, the very middle and the end with like fat verses in between there, which again contributes to this album not being repetitive. It doesn't have that, you know, this one line is repeated like 18 times throughout the song. It is, you know, each part is really, I feel authentic to each member, you know, when they're expressing and singing what they are during their lines. Um, And I just think that BTS was very intentional in the lyrics that they wrote for every single song. Like, I don't mind this being a shorter album because uh, I mean, we're taking so long to talk to these lyrics. Like there is just so much content there. There is, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I will say this so- this song, like lyrically, is much lighter. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Yoongi wanted. So with his first verse, he's saying like, everything's fine. There won't be pain. Lately, I don't know. But thanks to time, I'm kind of floating and I have the time to write a song like this. Yeah, this song is for you. Like this song is to feel good. Yeah. I'm like, well, I could get emotional just with how much joy this song brings me. It just makes me so happy mm-hmm. and then in verse two j-hope and jungkook's verse they bring this visual of there being a blue sea and then an island on this blue sea that you know you can remember we can go there just kind of like you know implying mentally going there together remembering it together and it makes you think of that same concept of the magic shop about how when you're you know when you're upset or you're missing bts or whatever you can imagine this place inside your heart and unlock it and it's a magic shop and this is that same kind kind of like let's create this visual of this you know peaceful serene place that we can all be together and just kind of like hope for yeah Um, we can be there together having fun remembering mm -hmm. all our great times together let's focus on those memories to get us through this you know and I even love the next verse where they talk about even if you're not by my side even if I'm not by your side you know we're together um you know uh, this sounds so weird but even like dealing with my grandpa's passing like even those lines are comforting to me in this very like happy happy song yeah even though we're not standing physically next to each other like we're still together Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah uh then we get into you know the chorus and the namjoon's verse uh Namjoon's verse how he ends up saying I wake up in the morning like wild grass I check you like a mirror you're the only one in my eyes I almost feel like this is Namjoon like looking in on ARMY like trying to see what ARMY's up to and you know thinking about ARMY and just um hoping that we're okay and that we're doing okay yeah no I totally agree with you I I think that he is kind of checking in on ARMY and I love that I love the I check you like a mirror um you know it, it, like he's checking us out a little bit very um, yeah. thorough detailed oh, mm-hmm. yeah I like how he ends his verse too with baby or even sorry <laughs> even the idea of the mirror and like throwing it back to the concept of reflection um Ooh, and thinking yeah. about how you are reflected in the mirror and you know what you're reflecting is meaning to you at that time Mm -hmm. yeah 
but the next verse with Jimin, it's the fifth verse, Jimin, Jen, and V. They say, too fast is a little dangerous. Too slow is a little boring. Not too fast and not even a too slow. Let's get our, let's go at our own speed. It's a pretty long, fun roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's something that I really think about a lot whenever I'm going through a hard time or any sort of like experience that I have in life. I think of it as a part of the journey. And I feel that with Yoongi's verses and lyrics for this whole album, he's kind of encompassing this whole like life is a journey type of thing. So even though there's suffering and sadness right now, like we're, you know, we're still in this together. We're still like BTS and ARMY are still together, you know, like let's go at our own speed. Let's still have fun. Let's still try to like embrace every moment that we can. Yeah. I mean, it's totally that vibe of the song too. Like, it's a good mindset. It's a good mindset to have the lyrics deliver it. And then the song, I mean, the sound of the song brings us, you know, through those emotions too. It's just perfectly done. Okay, so uh, you want to get into Disease? Yeah, let's do it. So Disease, it was written by J-Hope, Yvonne Jackson Rosenberg, Ghost Loop, RM, P-Dog, Sugar, Jimin, and Randy Runyon. And it was produced by Brass Tracks. And so for the production and instrumental, just like we talked about with telepathy sounding very much like Yoongi, we both really feel that disease is very much j-hope's style um his funk and you know his hip-hop style that he loves to to dance to to rap to um i just really 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 feel his influence here in this song Mm -hmm. there's so many different effects that are used throughout uh that really remind us of early 2000s type of Mm hip-hop there's record scratching um there's this one effect in the background that we don't even know how to describe it. We can't even describe it. it (laughs) Um, But if you just listen to the very beginning of the song and hear all the instruments and effects coming in before J-Hope starts his first verse, uh, you can hear it all. You know, it's just great. There's this quick strumming guitar and the way that the guitar is being strummed, again, just really reminds me of early 2000s. I told you, Kale, I'm like, why am I thinking of Jason Mraz right now? But like, what even (laughs) happened to that guy? And like, last I heard of him was probably early 2000s. For me, I was like, this song sounds like the song that would be playing, like the instrumental sounds like what could be playing at the beginning of like a skateboarding video from the early 2000s. Like I can just visualize somebody rolling through on their skateboard and just kind of vibing and bopping along to the music. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Or like even a dance battle back and forth is kind of like, I mean, again, so J-Hope style, um, but I can just kind of envision those things happening. Yeah. But there's just a classic keyboard and bass as well. We get old school BTS vibes because of this old fashioned hip hop that's coming through. Um, And this is kind of where I'm just saying like, you know, it just this whole album, really, you can see all of the influence of all of the members, um, but you get just such a lovely mix of all of their styles coming together. I mean, we're getting these flashbacks to, you know, like uh, Too Cool for School and School Love Affair type of sounds, even a little bit in this song, but, you know, still with like, you know, Love Yourself eras and stuff. So it's just really great. But this song is upbeat and funky. So J-Hope, uh, Let's talk a little bit about the evolution of this song. I mean, it speeds up so much from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. That last minute of this song, when we hit the bridge, the bridge, (laughs) (laughs) you know, before we get into the last chorus, before the music fades out, I mean, it just is like one of the most 
insanely uh, epic builds of a song. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, like it's, I mean, it dies. It to builds me, and changes. The tempo really the, the, increases. Yeah. It picks up. And it's crazy to me how slow the tempo is at the beginning of the song compared to once we hit that bridge and that last one of the song, it really is picking it up even more and more. It's fascinating and impressive and just so incredibly well done, the production of the song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the bridge is great. That The bridge to me is like, take me to church. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into the lyrics and J-Hope starts, which I mean, I love it. It's like his song. He's starting it out and he starts out with kind of like that groan. You described it as maybe he's like kind of stretching or kind of getting ready to get into it. Like, all right, let's go. Mm Um, I, I, I think you should start talking about this cause you just like, I really connected with blue and gray. You really connected with the lyrics on this song. Yeah. Um, because I have such crippling anxiety and I'm go, go, go constantly. Uh, I did not expect, like, I'm so grateful that BTS is so open with us. So hearing J-Hope's lyrics here, right at the beginning, like, um, saying it, you know, I relieve anxiety with a sip of coffee, which is such an oxymoron because anyone with anxiety or feels anxiety knows that with the the sip of coffee and some caffeine, uh, it really kind of heightens it. I mean, you get even more jittery and even more kind of like, okay, you know, I'm wired. I got to go. I got to get all these things done, blah, blah, blah. And he goes on to say an endless rest, uh, uncomfortable happiness that suddenly came to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, 24 hours. Yeah, we have a lot of time. I sleep all day. No, there's no problem. Yeah, I mean, he just like, goes on to say that, um, you know, even when he's resting, there's like this dog biting at him. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think of like, you know, whenever I lay down or I try to take a break or something, I have a million things I'm thinking about, million things that I need to be doing. And I can't even rest or enjoy my resting time because I just feel this guilt that I need to be doing all these other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he says, I'm hungry for achievements every day. Uh, and I just, this is something you really this is struggle something with. I really struggle with. I'm constantly trying to achieve things, do better. Um, I have so many different parts of my life that I dedicate so much energy and time to. I can't just half-ass anything, like fully in it. But like I've told you, like by the end of the day, you know, there's some parts of you know where I just feel stretched thin I just don't have the energy to you know put towards anything else because I'm just working so so hard all these achievements that I want to achieve and that at the end of the day I kind of have to think like for what you know why you know why but there's this anxiety that comes with it because I'm like I gotta be doing it I gotta be doing this blah 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 you know and it's just go 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 and I'm just I'm like when he mentions the coffee at the beginning I'm like wow I drink so (laughs) much coffee I drink so much coffee because if I'm like start to even remotely feel tired I'm like nope cup of coffee let's go like on to the next thing yeah even though you know that it exacerbates the the The, anxious feelings the anxious feeling Uh uh-huh I really like how he says it's unsafe this is a disease the job that gives you a physical stun ow um, because it is unsafe you know to be perpetually wound up in all of those thoughts and feelings that you know anxiety is causing you know um, and it you know it does it physically 
stuns you. I mean, it stops you in your day. I, you know, I've seen you on really bad days with dealing with this and it's awful, you know, it's so, so hard to deal with. And, you know, to even try to cope is, you know, usually just enough just to get you through the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I can just literally feel my heart racing constantly, you know? Um, Sorry, I'm just going to keep going with the lyrics here because I really just relate so much to them. Um, In the pre-chorus, they say it's because I'm sick, because of my many thoughts. And that's just like the biggest thing with my anxiety. Um, I had told you, Kayla, once you were like, well, what, you know, what are your thoughts? Like, what is it? And then I just... I mean, so quickly just rambled off all these crazy, ridiculous thoughts that I have that cross my mind every day. And it just, it just never stops. And then to think like, am I sick because of this? You know, like this isn't good. This mm-hmm. isn't healthy. Yeah. This is like a, you know, kind of a disease. Oh, yeah, not yeah. good, not good. This is why you have to double bias also because you guys just, both of you are such perfectionists and always wanting to work at your absolute highest level of functionality and, you know, like you ha- you put that on yourself because, you know, that's your expectation and, um, you know, and this is the outcome of it and the struggles that you deal with on the other side of that, you know. Um, but I think that this disease also can be, you know, relating to depression and things of that nature um even when they get into the other verses you can kind of see that a little bit more yeah and you can't help but to think with the word disease to to think of just COVID-19 and everything going on with that as well um but the play on words too with you know the way that it rhymes with disease and in Korean the fear with disease and how those kind of play off each other with the pre-chorus and chorus I get the the feelings of fear too like you know that with fear comes anxiety but so for Namjoon's verse when he says my heart needs a vacation oh just do your job I'm ill yeah I'm the job itself Uh, and that really spoke to me too because I'm like who's putting all like I'm the pressure I'm putting this pressure on myself and I'm causing myself this own anxiety because of my own high expectations I'm like basically bossing myself around Mm -hmm. like I'm the job itself I like the my heart needs a vacation because I often tend to take on the you know the emotions of others and or even just like the emotions of what's going on into the world and it can just really weigh on me and I feel like my heart needs a vacation just do your job just pump blood through my veins and keep me living instead of making me feel so bad about the state of the world Mm -hmm. yeah he goes on to say a friend named rest oh yeah I never liked him (laughs) so me my god you know I just I understand that feeling I want to rest I want to I need to Mm -hmm. but it's so hard for me to to just allow myself to do that because of all my you know I'm thinking about all the other things I should be doing or could be doing with that time. Yeah. But do you need to? No. No. No, you don't. It's okay to rest and just to take time and, you know, to not be so high achieving and just to put stuff on, you know, put stuff off even or, you know, take things completely off of your plate. I think that this song is really trying to express that, um, you know, even getting into Yungi's verse where he's just saying that, like, you know, he's kind of pondering, like, as all of humankind just like this, like there's diseases, disease is rampant, you know, he even talks about physical disease, like heart disease. 
Um, you know, he wants to know if it's the world or if it's just him that's sick and is it just a difference of interpretation? Um, but I, I think, you know, he's still pondering how big of a problem is this and, you know, how can you possibly change someone or change yourself if you're going through this as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The question of, is it the world or me that's sick or is it just a difference in interpretation? I feel like those lyrics themselves can be translated into so many different, you know, mm-hmm. meanings. I mean, you can really think about that. I think a lot of people think like, is it me or is it, you know, everything else? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like what is the, the cause of this feeling and this emotion in you me? Know, am I, be, am I being misunderstood or am I not understanding those, the things around me? Right. Yeah. Um, I really, I don't know if you really touched that much on the the chorus and the post-chorus, but I really love the chorus, post-chorus, and then we can even get into the bridge. But, you know, where the lyrics in the verses deal with such, you know, the heavy topics, the choruses are here to say like, yeah, I have this, this disease that I'm dealing with, but I'm not afraid of it. It says literally throw away the fear. Um, it says they're all the same. It ain't so special. Um, keep my one, two step and let's calmly treat them all. Like let's treat all of these symptoms. Let's treat all of these diseases. And, you know, I like the line of like, it ain't so special as in like, okay, we're all dealing with it. You know, like this, it doesn't have to be this big, huge, you know, rock that you can't get out from underneath because, you know, these feelings that you're having, they're not so special. They're with you all the time. Like, you know, stop letting them have such ownership over and control over, you know, what your, your day to day is. Yeah. yeah. And then that bridge, sick and tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Through the, the fire. fire. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's incredible. It, you know, it's really great. And so then it really speeds up and it builds so much here at the end. And it's really optimistic. Like, I walk more like myself. When night falls, I close my eyes. I want to trust in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the morning, I have to take today. Let's go. You know, it's just, I'm stronger. A spark of fire I'll never fade away and and so there's just optimism here that like you know there's something I can do about it you know even mm-hmm. though I'm having these this uh, this anxious feelings or feeling the need to be productive or go 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 or be perfect or fear of failing um, which I think is like my biggest fear in life and you know just knowing that you know taking it day by day and allowing yourself to rest and that, you know, it's going to be okay even if you do fail because uh, you're going to get through it. Yeah. Even though you don't want to mess up, life goes on even through the fire. Yeah. And I'm stronger. I'm a spark of fire, you know, just making that conscious, you know, saying that consciously to yourself that you're stronger than these racing thoughts and you're stronger than these fears, you know, you Mm -hmm. are able to overcome that. I, I love the optimism ending that this song ends with I think that the whole I mean throughout the whole song the whole song sounds very optimistic and like vibing and groovy but I love the honesty that we get in the verses um just about these diseases that we're struggling with yeah 
I love disease. It's so funny because <laughs> when we went to research, we hadn't looked at the lyrics at all. Like I was just enjoying the album. I'm like, man, I just keep going back and forth between telepathy and disease. I love them both so much, but I think I like telepathy a little bit more. And then we read these lyrics and I'm like, this is definitely the song I connect to and really feel mm-hmm. um, and relate to the most. So I just like them. I just like them both so, so much. Yeah, they're both really, really good. So next on the album is Stay. It was written by Arston, Jungkook, RM, and Jen, and it was produced by Arston, and this is a Jungkook, RM, Jin subunit. Amazing. Because of the subunit, I get very much magic shop vibes, very much moon vibes from Jungkook and Jin. I think like much like the rest of the album, we get to really feel their individual style come through when they're delivering their their lines their verses um even in the content of the lyrics but also just the production the sound of it sounds like magic shop sounds like moon in the best kind of ways um in their vocal melodies oh my god they are beautiful i love their voices yeah yeah yeah, they pair so well together and namjoon's just his rapping between a lot of their their vocalizations it all works really well together like it is so great but for you know the production and instrumentation you know there's a strong edm build uh that goes into the chorus like right before the chorus uh when they're like stay do 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 you know and and, and, i mean it's like full i know you always stay yeah i mean it's full dance break pure like glorious fun and euphoria uh arms rap is bright and hopeful it's uplifting um i really just love the way that Jin and Jungkook's voices when they're singing, pairing with like these lines that Namjoon is rapping in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love that you, during that before the chorus when they're saying stay, do, 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 do. I love that the stay is like a minor note or like a minor chord. I thought that just really added some depth and dimension to it the fits song. The album it really, really well. does, but then it go when it does go into the chorus and you get that really EDM breakthrough that happens. Then they go to the major chords, mm-hmm. and it, it you know it brings you that that euphoric feeling. It brings you from this like kind of this somberish feeling to like pure euphoria. Yeah, it plays for me the vibe of this song and the location on the album plays the same kind of role as like So What did on Tear where Tear was so so heavy and So What just totally brings you out of it and you're dancing by the yeah. end of it and this song I mean the the last part of this album has been more uplifting and you know uh, more optimistic but this song really takes us there um, and just the, the constant build of the song with the EDM the way that if you weren't dancing at the beginning of it you definitely are dancing by the end of it um i i love that for kind of the second to last song on the album i think it leads with the sound of the song leads into dynamite very well yes it does Okay, so let's talk about some lyrics and meaning. Um, during their global press conference, um, Jungkook explained that this song carries a meaning that although we are far apart now, we always stay together. Um, so I just love that. This is another song that's like very, very much for ARMY. Yeah, and if Jungkook is always writing songs about ARMY for oh. ARMY. You know, he he just loves ARMY. It's his world for all of BTS, ARMY's their world. But really, Jungkook... Uh, 
Um, but when I was listening to this song with Corey, Corey's like, hmm, this song kind of reminds me of that one song, Magic Shop. I'm like, okay, so you're totally feeling the Jungkook production and yes. influence. Yes. Um, but for the lyrics, uh, especially with this first verse, they're kind of just thinking about like, was this all a dream? Like, I think I saw you just like the faint memories of being with ARMY and seeing ARMY that it just seems so long ago that it almost doesn't feel real. Mm-hmm. Or that he says, our heartbeats are louder than ever. And ooh, it makes me think of their song Heartbeat from their, like that OST for BTS World. Mm-hmm. But just like that, I mean, that song's so much about connecting connecting you know everybody across the world and when you hear my heartbeat and my heart's on fire for you and whatever else and I just can't help but to think about that when it's uh our hearts beat our heartbeats are louder than ever and no matter where we are we're together right now love it love it mm-hmm. yeah that no matter where we are like I know that we, you know we're together wherever you are I know you'll you'll always stay like you're still gonna be here with me and we're, I'm still gonna be here with you uh, this reassurance that you know like stay we're still gonna be here together yeah um, so Namjoon has a couple different verses and we want to really talk about verse three, um, where he says, right now, I think of you wherever you are, it doesn't matter. We connect to seven G. Um, I love that because, you know, like five G is like all a thing right now. Like all your phones are going to switch over to five G and it's supposed to be really, really incredible connection, whatever. Um, but just the fact that BCS are seven and, you know, like we just connect with them on a whole other level that you know um just can't be conceptualized by anybody else at this point is to me what that line is really saying mm-hmm. yes i love <laughs> that um in the fourth verse they say the stars are brighter than ever no matter where we are right now wherever you are i know you always stay like they can really see us and feel our presence like the stars are brighter than ever mm-hmm. um i also really think like Jin's influence too with his you know with moon uh just that song all being for army too it just makes so much sense that they had this army i mean this song really dedicated to the relationship with army and being together Mm -hmm. and like i know you'll always stay and that you know even during this hard time where we can't physically be together we still feel each other's presence so much like in the sea where the wind passed by like stay Mm -hmm. stay 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 yeah those brilliant todays for all of them oh every night and day yeah i know you always stay the cold wind blows i take your hand i feel your breath i close my eyes we are together i really feel they really feel the presence of us Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's a great song. I love the song. I, think I can't it's wait for the so concert. Good. I can't wait because I just see like when we were listening, like just confetti going off and throwing you know, water all over you the know, place. They're throwing water. They're running on the stage. You know, they're interacting with the audience. They're like throwing things out to us. You know, we're throwing things on stage and uh, pure euphoria. I mean, you can feel it. And I, t- I turn to you. I'm like, we know what a BTS concert feels like. And <laughs> yes. you know, this song really takes you there. It really does. Um, and then the last song on the album is Dynamite. And like I already said, I think it transitions so well from Stay into Dynamite. The fact that we went on this album from Life Goes On, you know, and even like having Blue and Gray there, a very sad, melancholic Melancholy, yeah. beginning to the album, transitioning from that into, you know, the bombastic feeling of 
Dynamite and the super happy, uplifting song that Dynamite is, I think is just an incredible feat. And I really think that BTS thought about how they wanted to structure this album and the story they wanted to tell with it. Um, and so where these last three songs are kind of pulling us out of all of that feeling, I think that Dynamite is like, this is our post-COVID world that we're hoping for. I mean, even in the music video, we always see them like getting together with friends and it's just kind of the best outro. It's that feeling of celebration that we hope for, that we hope for, you know, after we make it through this whole pandemic as a world. Um, and I just think this song so deserved to be on an album. It did. Yeah. And I love that they put it at the end of the album and never did I really think that dynamite was a celebration song, but the cathartic feeling I get with it being at the end of the album is like, I just feel like it's a celebration song. It's just celebrating the end. Getting through it. Getting through it. And I love that the skit on this album was them reacting to finding out their number one with Dynamite. And then we get Dynamite to finish the album. I just think it's so perfect. It needed to be on this album. It deserved to be on an album. And I'm really glad that it's the last song and that it's just a song of pure celebration. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So kind of overall with this album, I mean, we really feel like we can feel every single member's influence in their lyrics in the production and how it sounds um i think we love and enjoyed every single song uh still listening to it obviously daily haven't stopped haven't stopped can't stop <laughs> um you know we we kind of moved away from all of the kind of really pop styles that we have been getting with like the love yourself and the map of the soul and we have you know we still have some pop we still have some acoustic but they kind of brought back some of those old school hip-hop vibes that you know we know and well with bts so much and i think that's just another testament to this being 100 like their own album big hit with their kind of hands off of of this one and i think it just is truly their sound yeah it is it's a beautiful blend of all of the bts eras and all of the bts members into one very short under 30 minute eight track album Mm -hmm. it's perfection yeah it's perfection it's perfect i i love every single song couldn't tell you a favorite but i mean for me biggest takeaways like blue and gray has me emotional but life goes on has me like emotional and hopeful and then telepathy is just fucking incredible it's so great the lyrics for disease i saw someone on twitter's like we just need to understand that BTS is never going to stop this habit of making like a total bot, but having these like super dense lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know, shaking your ass to it. And then you read the lyrics. You're like, Oh fuck. Then you're sad shaking your ass to it, you know? Like, oh, they really do this. They really they're not here to put out music that is, you know, lacking content not at or all. depth, you know? They're going to put out a brilliantly fucking produced song at the same time. They're going to have incredible, meaningful, purposeful lyrics. And uh, I think they succeeded in doing that on this album incredibly. Just incredible album. Thank you, BTS. Yes, thank you. I know ARMY is all enjoying it. I know all you Iconics are really enjoying it. I hope that you guys enjoyed our album review for B. Uh, it was super great to go in and read the lyrics and just go over all the production, this the cathartic feeling, just everything with this album seems to be perfection and everything that we need right now. Yeah. And, you know, now when we see BTS, 
press and interviews and stuff, it really seems like pretty hopeful that it's not going to be too long before we're reunited with them. Mm-hmm. Um, we're yeah. getting there. We're getting there. We're hanging in there. And this album is helping us do that. It's so carrying us to the end. It is definitely. So guys, if you like this B album review or if you liked any of our previous episodes, there's a few things you can do to let us know. You can write us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Um, it means so much to us. It helps us find new listeners, helps me more people find out about the podcast. And you guys are just so, so sweet when you read us reviews. We appreciate those so much. Um, you can also reach out to us via email or on any of our social medias on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, we love to hear from you guys. We'd love to connect with you. And um, yeah, so you can find links for all those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.